How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Geek 2.0 podcast. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, holidays stink for trying to do a show and <laughs> get everything all situated. And yes. New Year's and yes, having to get back in track. But it's 2020. It's a new year. Oh, where is it going? Um, it's going somewhere. <laughs> But on this episode, we got some interesting things going on because I don't know if you know uh, about this little program from the FTC. It's called COPA. It's the Children's Online Protection Something Act. (laughs) (laughs) Prepared. Fully prepared. Yes. We're professionals, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Um, What it is is that it keeps... It, it keeps children under the age of 13, so 12 and under, from getting their information collected from websites, forums, YouTube, and stuff like that um, without your without their parents' percent. Um, was it? Percent? No. Consent. Consent? Yes. Words are hard percent? today. Percent? Yeah, percent. <laughs> their presence. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's basically, it's just to keep the kids getting trolled by advertisers and bad actors on like websites and stuff like that. Is it also supposed to help prevent or keep from cyberbullying? Or well, is this just from a... It's just to keep their information from being collected online. Okay. Uh, cyberbullying is a little bit different. Um, that's different from the actual website's initiatives how they go about doing their uh, rules and terms of service and stuff like that uh the major thing reason why we're talking about copa is uh youtube back in sep- september got caught with their hand in their cookie jar by the ftc because they were collecting information of kids profiles for advertisers because they're there's this like saying hey uh mattel you want to have some ads on these channels because, hey, we get these kids from ages whatever between yeah. 12 and whatever and uh, 6 for your ads. And they're like, okay, fine. FTC fined them. I think it was like $170 million or $175 million. Now, because of that, YouTube has stated that any content creator's channels are now susceptible to being fined by the FTC which is a big fine because that is like $42,000 per video basically they got in trouble so they're rolling it downhill and passing the blame yeah they're saying well uh, they're washing their hands of it say hey it's uh, on you guys now we can't collect and neither can you but the thing is a lot of channels or pretty much every channel doesn't collect that information YouTube does Mm-hmm. And we don't have access to, uh, say, our subscribers' email address or information, information, ages, exactly. Location. It's all YouTube. Yeah. So it's been a big uh, hubbaloo. Hubbaloo. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to bring that word in. To... I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So there's been a lot since September where all everything is just going through, and there's a lot of uh, videos made. I don't know if you've seen the videos. I posted on our uh, Twitter account uh, a link to a couple of them. We have a Twitter. Yeah, we have a Twitter. Oh, what's the address? It's uh, at Geek Two Point or Geek Two Zero Podcast. Oh, okay. on Thank Twitter. You. Thank you. Did yeah. I know that? <laughs> yeah, the link's below. <laughs> In the description. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a whole lot of th- people were saying freaking out because at the time, they, we really had no information. YouTube says, hey, this is coming along and uh, good luck. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. And the rules, they didn't even say the rules at the time. I think there's uh, November time frame, October, November, when um, Susan, I'm going to butcher her last name, Wazowski something the ceo of youtube <laughs> she posted up a video and it was just one of the things where it's like hey uh this new stuff's coming up and uh be prepared and uh, good luck have fun <laughs> but keep hitting that like and subscribe yeah and then hit that bell um back in december a lot more information came out but then at that time it says oh all this stuff's coming out on the first of january so you only have a few weeks to, to prepare. Yeah, to get your stuff to, in, in order. One of those things was a lot of the um, people were freaking out were the Lego community, the Lego building community, uh, anyone that does animation. Because a lot of things, I'm looking at the rules. There's only, what, two, four, six, eight, nine, nine, nine to ten rules, and they're very vague. They basically took it from one thing to an extreme. Yeah. So one of, the, one of the rules was the subject matter of the video, e.g. educational content for preschoolers. Okay. There's a lot of uh, community uh, channels out there. That, it's simple songs. Yeah, simple songs. Like um, Pink fong. You yeah. know, like the stuff for kids. Exactly. Okay. That's doable. You can get to other where whether children are your attended or actual audience for the video. Okay. That's the first vague rule. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're making a video that you're doing a let's well, it, play on Mario Maker. It starts that that sentence starts out understandable. It's the ending of it mm-hmm. because what if it's intended for children or again, the actual audience? Okay, it, that's the part that it gets vague because yeah. again, because of the fact that YouTube doesn't pass along the information of the age of your viewers. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't know. know. <laughs> like right now, this video, when we put it on, on YouTube, the people watching it, I have no idea who they are or uh, what our, their age is. Our intended audience would is be adults with kids. Boomers, uh, <laughs> uh, Generation Z, our whatever. actual audience... Who knows? Exactly. <laughs> Not that I'm expecting kids to be watching this, because this would be really boring for them. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that they're not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they could click on it using their parents' account mm-hmm. or not even signed in. And this is one of our videos. This gets posted up on the recommended, mm-hmm. thankfully, hopefully. <laughs> Realistically, no. But, you um, know, we understand. It, it can happen. <laughs> Got high hopes. <laughs> uh, another one is uh, whether the video includes child actors or models. That, again, can slightly understand. It's also pretty vague, too, because... It is. What if you're... Because there's a lot of videos that do uh, reaction videos. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of channels are based. That's what their whole shtick is reaction. Yeah. What is the, the, the react channel? Like that mm-hmm. is their whole thing. And they have one with kids. Yeah. They're watching like a trailer for, let's say, um, like a wrinkle of time or something like a kid's movie mm-hmm. that has kids in it. So is this rule affecting their, that particular video? Are they on the hook now for Kappa? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where it's like, um, what do we do? Um, another one is uh, whether the video includes characters, celebrities, or toys that appeal to children, including animated cartoons, uh, characters, or cartoon figures. That one is one of the ones that bugs me. Yeah. Uh, just because of the fact that just because it's a cartoon doesn't mean that it's geared towards kids. There is so many. There's people. That's the, another thing is the animated uh, animation community because they make videos that can fall either to kids or they're dealing with adult situations mm-hmm. but they're in a animated form mm-hmm. or like we talked about with uh, anim- anime mm-hmm. okay that can be construed to be um, appealing to a kid but the not subject matter for kids yeah. yeah subject matter is not or there's the the youtube creators that do the abridged mm-hmm. version so they'll take a cartoon or an anime and make an abridged version where they'll re-edit and redub the video to be a completely different subject than what the actual anime was for yeah or a cartoon was for uh or you just take stuff like your i'm sure there's better examples but like your rick and morty mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's not exactly intended for kids you know that are young <laughs> yeah yeah not for like a, a six-year-old yeah. <laughs> but then you're getting closer to like 12 to or 13 i mean the difference between like a 13 and 12 year old is negligible <laughs> well there's also something to be said for the parenting side yeah you know because every parent raises their child to their own standards mm-hmm. and some you know won't let kids watch rated r movies until they're you know, of age of 17. Of yeah. Getting up there. Whereas some will let them watch rated R movies at 10. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It just depends on your family and your own standards. And it also, in my opinion, depends on the child themselves. Yeah. Because some are more mature. Some of them have an understanding of what's real and what's fake. What's, you know, Hollywood, what's mm-hmm. news. Um, so they can enjoy some things that are a little bit more outside of their age range. Right. So it's. I mean, it's 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 a case. By, it's pretty much a case by case basis that you can't have this uh, rules to rule them all. Yeah, but basically, what YouTube do what YouTube is doing, if we're understanding correctly, is it's no longer putting it on the person viewing. It's now putting it on the person uploading. Yeah, it's on the content creator. Yeah. themselves. Which, again... Without like, giving them the data to properly handle it. Yeah, because I, I showed Joe a, um, the, what you have to do to comply with this new rule set from YouTube is either have um, no, my content and videos are not made for kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, my content is made for kids. And then there is a third option, which is I have to go and do the yes/no on every single video. Which is for a lot of these channels, they have hundreds or thousands of videos mm-hmm. that they have to go through if they don't do the yes/no 
A blanketed statement. Yeah, blanket yeah. statement. Yeah. So they'll have to go through each and every single video. And in this time that YouTube is basically going through their channel and doing it themselves. But there is going to be... We know how YouTube is with like the copyright system and how mm-hmm. screwed up that is. There's well, a whole bunch of false, uh, false flags that will happen. That your video becomes demonetized. No longer searchable or on a recommended list. Uh, no comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and it locks it down. It basically. pretty much locks it down because it's, YouTube is no longer getting that information from this view, uh, the viewers or the viewer account. You know, it makes me wonder, though, where is the true enforcement, though? Because of the fact there's a fine. Mm-hmm. The fine's coming from the FDC. Yeah. I don't see the FDC scouring YouTube for this. Uh, they are. Stuff. They will. They're in the, in the press conference, I don't have it pulled up. I'm not going to play it. Um, you can look for it. Well, I have a link for it in the description below. <laughs> that they equated the old saying of shooting fish in a barrel. It's, the guy said, the, I forget his name, he said, YouTube is the barrel and the content creators are the fish. And I don't think you're going to go through like us. We are... Our um, viewership is so low. <laughs> self-deprecating here. Yeah, self-deprecating humor. <laughs> but they're, they're going to go after the, the bigger fish and find them $42,000 per video. If they see that, okay, this video is marked as not for kids, but in our rules are how we look at it is. So we're going to find you $42,000. And see, and that's the that's the kicker because you could you could be putting out something that is geared towards non kids audience. Here here'd be a great example: a toy review mm-hmm. channel that is geared towards adults. Yeah, not so much that it's adults that are playing with, but more so like, hey, if you would like to know if this toy is safe for your child, or you'd like to know what's involved with this toy, a a review for adults mm-hmm. on kids' toys. Well, it's geared towards adults. You mark it as geared towards adults, but the content on it is it's a not. toy unboxing and playing. Yeah. Even though it's all adults, there's no kids in the video. It's still because it's the subject matter is kids' toys. You could be flagged and fined for this. Right. Which is ridiculous. It is. I mean, it's... um, It's troubling... To see how easy things can be swayed on, like the YouTube side of things, because YouTube and its infinite wisdom had decided to do to basically just be very greedy. Mm-hmm. And like I said, or mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, where it was just where they were just constantly pushing, "Hey, you want your ads on these particular channels because they geared more towards this age range," and they were constantly there's. Uh, articles out there where they are sending out PR uh, information to these companies say YouTube you're the ones that brought it upon yourself mm-hmm. and now you're saying passing the blame onto its content creators and unfortunately there is no other alternative to YouTube there there is but with the range that YouTube has it's hard to because you have there's uh, Vimeo I was going to say I agree agree with you in that aspect but 
it doesn't take but one situation like this for that change to occur. Well, no, yeah, no, there is a change, but the amount that YouTube uh, provides to the world, like the video and storage and the network, Again, it's, though, that can that can change. It, it can change, but very quickly. But what company is going to come in and say, "Okay, we have the infrastructure of YouTube and provide our service for free"? Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, but their focus on is on Twitch. But we, they could. They could. They could. They've already got a video streaming service, so they've already got the bandwidth. They've got the hosting and all that. It's just a matter of having an interface and mm-hmm. having it open to users. You know what I mean? But then again, they're, they would have to... Facebook could do it. They Yeah, Facebook, actually, it is like a, a, a well-hidden, spoken-about secret that you there is this ability on Facebook. It's just that no one really knows that it's there or uses it. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be other things out there that But then again, you still have, have to obey COPPA. Yes, but the the whole point to this is YouTube passing the blame mm-hmm. and not making it easily distinguishable. Right. All it would take was another creator who doesn't pass the blame and or makes it very easy to distinguish. Well, the thing is, let's say, okay, let's go ahead and look at Facebook. Facebook, to get a Facebook account, or even to look at anything on Facebook, you have to create an account. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, yes, I'm above the age of, thir- or I'm 13 and older. Mm-hmm. Um, there is ways. Of course. course. It's, you're not it's actually it's putting mark. in, yeah, you're not actually putting in any real data. That's, no, it's, it's a check mark. like, okay, you, you put in your information and it says, yes, I am above the age or I'm 13 and older. Yeah. Okay. Click. <laughs> and then submit and you got a Facebook account. But then uh, there are ways that Facebook can go through and look through the accounts. And their, how their algorithm is situated where, okay, this person doesn't is not posting what you would think as a 13 or older. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is... Not a true, or they would have to allow under thirteen. Well, then again, you're it basically whole it comes down to yeah, Facebook to, kids like YouTube yes, kids. They would have to lock it down. They would have to have. They'd have to remove the check mark. Mm-hmm. They'd have to have you enter a birthday. Well, no, yeah, you have to have a birthday, but then and again, you you're probably, still collecting information notes. I mean, it's um. I don't know how they would go about it. Hey, we're, we're not the brains here to d- decide that kind of thing. We're just Facebook you know, spitballing. Call us. <laughs> Zuckerberg, how's it going? <laughs> we're just spitballing. You know what I mean? There, yeah. is, there is ways to do it. It's whether or not they want to invest the time and money. There also could be video services that are out there that we're not aware of because mm-hmm. they don't have the adoption rate. But all it takes is something like this and enough frustrated people to find... Oh, there's a and, lot of... I mean, if you look at... I mean, technically, if we look at it with not the same circumstance, but it's very much MySpace, Facebook. Mm-hmm. MySpace was very large. Facebook came in, and all of a sudden, it felt like what was overnight, the adoption rate just flopped over to Facebook, and MySpace went nowhere. It could take something like this with a small 
hub community that's already adopted this that's mm-hmm. like, hey, tired of YouTube? Give this a shot. And all of a sudden, they blow up and they become the household name. Yeah. And YouTube goes the way of MySpace. Yeah, it's it can be easily done. It's just that a, every creator that has a channel on YouTube is they're on the old mindset um, of putting their, all their eggs in one basket, which is not the correct way of doing things. You have to diversify your your content. Yeah, but there's also such a thing as spreading yourself too thin. Well, a lot of a lot of things are, are happening now is because there's people are seeing this. Okay, because the easily copyright system can be easily abused. Mm-hmm. Your channel is gone, and trying to get an actual person on your channel back via appeal process is cumbersome, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is almost like climbing Mount Everest without any gear. In a shorts and t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some ways that their large companies, not even large companies, are going around and trolling channels. Say, oh, those three seconds of something that you posted is ours. Mm-hmm. And we'll take everything that you make is now ours. <laughs> and your channel is gone. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, you have, uh, I forget what's his name. He created a song that he did and posted up to CD Baby. He was he was also trolling the uh, copyright system where he will go through and copyright strike his own channel to get the monetization. <laughs> and it was so easy to do. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, okay, with less than three seconds of a song or spoken words that um, I know one of the big um, people that are doing is uh, UMG, uh, United, uh, United or Universal Music Group. They're going through and that's... You can just look through YouTube and see how many people are complaining about UMG, or even uh, what's that? Junkin is um, doing the same thing, hmm. where they're blackmailing pretty much channels, taking their taking away their monetization, their channels, and there's not much unless you're a large channel like PewDiePie or you know the larger ones. Yeah, you have that capability or that voice to go to YouTube and say, hey. Fix this because it is. If you get copyright strike, your channel is out for 30 days. Within that, those 30 days, you're not making anything. That video is no longer there. Mm-hmm. And if the appeal process, you have to appeal to the person that made the copyright strike, then they, they don't have any incentive, any incentive yeah. to say. Oh, we're feeling charitable. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they'll go back and say, no, it's it's uh, a legitimate copyright. And then you have to appeal that, and then it's another 30 days. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, they'll sit on it for those, those, those 30 days and say, eh, okay, yeah, you're right. So two months have passed. Your video is no longer relevant anymore in the internet day of now. Yeah. So you got only 24 hours that your video is going to either hit viral or disappear mm-hmm. and then your channel is so you have to do keep doing it and then you keep getting copyright strike because you can't do anything i mean the system is is broken there's so Very. many people out there that are, are afraid that with coppa and then the copyright strike with uh, youtube it's just that they don't know where to go because they invested everything into youtube 
So they don't know, okay. They don't want to have to start over. Yeah, because if you go on, on Facebook, um, you're starting from scratch. You're starting from... I don't personally feel that way, though. If you've well, got an audience, the yes. audience would follow you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter where you're getting the videos. If you enjoy the channel... You're going to follow that channel. Look at it as the streamers mm-hmm. that moved from Twitch to Mixer. No, no, I was just going to segue they to didn't, that. They didn't yeah. start over. <laughs> well, no, but... Their viewership may have dropped, well, but they didn't start over. Well, let's, let's take uh, the Ninja Shroud, Ewok, going from Twitch to Mixer. Mm-hmm. People only... When you look at the streamers uh, or streaming, internet uh, game streaming, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Twitch. Because Twitch is the largest. It's been around the longest. It's been around. It's over a decade now. But when you think of Mixer, you're like, what's Mixer? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Ninja decided, okay, he is going to leave Twitch and go uh, stream exclusively on Mixer. He was running at his peak, I think, at 60,000 uh, concurrent viewers on, on his peak on Twitch. Right now on Mixer, he is at uh, twelve to 15,000 at peak. Mm-hmm. That is a huge drop because not if, people are brand loyal to a platform. They don't want to make an account on another platform. So they'll say, oh, I'm not going to watch Ninja anymore because he's on Mixer. I'm not going to go over there. I'm just going to see who's uh, over on uh, Twitch. But that's also because of the fact that there's no failing of Twitch like we're talking about in regards to YouTube. Then again, there is a failing of Twitch. There is... there is Not to the same scale. <laughs> well, no, there is because then again, there is a part of... There is a bias with their ter- terms of service enforcement on Twitch. There has been cases of people... Let's take um, uh, one streamer. There's actually two streamers. Uh, I forget the other person's name, but the other one was Alinity. With the yeeting her cat over her head while on stream. Taking her cat and just tossing it <clears throat> over her head. She got no no uh, trouble from that. The community wanted her banned. Wanted her to have face the consequences of animal abuse. Even Ricky Gervais on Twitter got into the mix with PETA and stuff like that. <laughs> so this, this whole thing blew up. But another streamer, not as popular as Alenity, did almost the exact same thing. But she got, I think, a three or five day ban. Hmm. It just depends on because one person has a higher subscriber rate and is something going has on. Has more pull. Has a lot of pull with Twitch and the inside there. And then the same person that has not as much gets... Uh, enforced with TOS. There was back on TwitchCon back in earlier or later this past year, 2019, the CEO, I forget his name. He always wears bow ties. He looks like a dork. But he was also, she's here. <laughs> um, he said during the conference that context matters. They, he, his his um, His example was that 
if you're streaming somebody and you someone pushes you on a stream that it will look one way but if that same person trips and falls in and pushes you it looks like the same thing but it's the context is different that's how they're looking at it well there's been plenty of cases where that has never happened mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the same thing with Elinity and her whole issue and then people saying um n-word and racist comments are getting uh three-day bans or not are getting banned at all so it's just one of those things where it's certain you're, it depends on how well you are within the culture and the, the company you are pretty much like shielded from enforcement or anything like that you have you have a better chance of surviving whatever is happening to you than someone that isn't I get it. I still feel that this is different than the the Copa aspect of it, though, because this is this is solely like we were saying on the creators, and this isn't mm-hmm. the this isn't YouTube that's coming down and enforcing this. Well, this it is, is YouTube the because government. Well, it's a little bit of both. YouTube is coming in and saying, "Okay, your channel is yes, no on the Copa scale." FTC can come in and say to YouTube, um, channel A is is in violation of the COPA. Do, deal with it, or we will. So then it goes on to YouTube. Okay, YouTube comes in and shuts your channel down. Okay, that's the worst case. Not at the worst case scenario, but it's not... Um, it's a standard. It's a standard. Of, yeah. What well, then... YouTube can come in and say, hey, FTC, we took care of it. No harm, no foul. We're good. The channel content creator is like, hey, hold on a minute. What's going on here? YouTube, help fix fix this. And then and again, with, like I say, some of the privileged few, mm-hmm. they'll say, um, put in an appeal. And we'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Boilerplate response on Twitter or whatnot. And again, and that's where I'm saying, though, that this is a little bit different because of the fact that there's not as many uh, content creators with a big enough pull. Mm -hmm. So this is going to affect a lot more people. So it's a lot easier to see that transition go to another program because of this. Right. And then, yes, there are some cases where people are saying, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and shut down my YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook or on um, the uh, Twitch or Facebook gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, follow me there. Their the audience is going to be half of what they had before. That's just, that's just given. Yes, but when you, again, when you make not, a platform change, starting over, it's well, going to be reduced. Yeah, but it's also going to be reduced until oh, everyone else starts going. Oh, hey, look, we're but, also dealing with this. Mm-hmm. They're no longer dealing with it to the same craziness, right? You know what I mean. So let's also make the move, and all well, of a sudden, in a matter of. What is a long time of a year or two years can be also a blip in the eye because, you know, the Facebook uh, MySpace switch literally didn't happen overnight. Yeah, it it took years. Yeah, it took a while. But at the same time, it did feel very much 
like it was overnight. Well, yeah, it, in, it, in, in the internet scheme of things, it yes. was as a blink of an eye. <laughs> it was very quick. So the same concept can happen. All it's going to take is if, because you figure a good, let's be nice, mm-hmm. let's say 80% of YouTube. <laughs> oh, you're, 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 I'm being very you're nice. You're being very generous. I'm being very nice. <laughs> but let's say a good 80% of YouTube is people that don't have the pull as the other 20%. Mm-hmm. That 80% moves to another source. Or even if that 80% is split amongst other sources. Right. It's still enough that YouTube is going to feel it. Mm-hmm. The bigger creators, the ones that do have the thing, are going to see that a lot of people are now all of a sudden going to these other sources. And that's the same thing with streaming. Hmm, let's... I like this source, I'm going to go here. Or I like this source, I'm going to go here. And all of a sudden, you're going to start trickling the bigger sources. And then all of a sudden, the bigger sources are going to see that out of the biggers majority are on this source right so let's go here then all the little guys are going to go oh look the big ones are there mm-hmm. bottom well, feeder, bottom feeder. <laughs> well that's that's the prime example with because before the ninja move um with streamers you, how you would get your income was from subscriptions donations and bits on twitch um when he moved his he it came out that he was wanting to do more brand deals the ninja brand deals that Twitch was not allowing him to do. So he was like, okay, I want to move. I don't want to have my, the ninja brand under Twitch. So I want to have my own control of my own brand. Mm-hmm. So that's why he made the move to mixer. He pretty much opened the door, the doors to these other uh, mm-hmm. streamers say, because he's now he he's getting a guaranteed payday for whatever year two three whatever he is with Mixer, on top of donations subscriptions yeah. and stuff. But he's getting that guaranteed payday on top of that. And everyone's like, hmm, I want to do that too. Twitch, let's talk. Twitch, you don't want to talk? Okay, Mixer, or Facebook Gaming, or YouTube. Yeah. Uh, he opened the door to have that. He opened their eyes. Yeah, he he opened these companies, the platforms' eyes that these uh, streamers or content creators are more important than the actual platform. Well, the and platform it's an is investment. just a tool, especially in the sense of Mixer. Mm-hmm. That that's where I think it's slightly different. Yeah, uh, just because Mixer is Microsoft, so they have the backing to be able to do those kinds of deals. It's oh, not yeah. some. It's it's pocket change. It's not like Mixer was created by another kid in college. <laughs> you know what I mean? To go the Facebook analogy, it's not created by well, some kid was, in college. Technically, it was <laughs> Beam, then Microsoft bought, and then changed it, flipped it, Mixer. That's a whole another. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. <laughs> but right now, this whole transition did not happen while Mixer was created and owned by right. a kid in college. It's owned by Microsoft, so Microsoft has the ability to go. Oh yeah, Ninja. There's a a, it's name. a name brand. That yeah, is. that people know. We will absolutely do this, knowing that you're going to get less. Mm-hmm. So we're going to subsidize it by going. Hey, here's a guarantee. Um, so they're able to set that precedent, which is where it's coming in. With YouTube, there's not currently someone it, with that kind of financial backing that's willing to make that kind of statement that we're because aware of. The, the, the golden child of YouTube is pretty much. 
Um, I don't know, PewDiePie, he's, he's not even the top now. I think he's still a name, but he's, he's, not, name the, he's not the name that he was. Right. But let's just, let's just use him as an example. Even though he's taken a break from YouTube and stuff like that, um, he's going to be coming in and saying, you know what? I am going to do something completely different that no one has really done anymore or mm-hmm. has done at all. And <laughs> that looks so random and weird. It's so random happenings. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching the video, you don't understand. Sorry, audio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but he can come back and say, hey, I'm PewDiePie. I want to go to, again, Facebook. I think a better example would be the that it's been in the news recently. The kid that is on YouTube that made like some couple like $12 million last year in in revenue have you you've not heard about this there's a kid content creator that is I like don't... 8 years old 12 years old something like that that's literally made like millions oh, really? last year just through his youtube videos like oh yeah it's nuts <laughs> so like this would be a great example because here's mm-hmm. a kid who is literally making large sums of money that now because of these rules is going to fall under that kid's setting, which yeah, means he's, he's no under longer 13. Yeah, he's no longer going to be able to have the target. He's no longer going to have ads on his videos. Mm-hmm. He's no longer going to have comments. He's not going to show up in searches. Yeah, because, because he all have of his a stuff community. is yeah. it's kid created for kids, which falls completely under these guidelines, which means he's now cut off from all of his revenue source. So here's yeah. a very large apparently not as well known but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know i mean i was like a okay quick google search will pull him up i guarantee it let me google um, that for you <laughs> but here's someone that's now going to have to either change or is going to have to move mm-hmm. so here's a yeah because prime example well even if he moves i mean he can't you can't do anything until he is of age because everyone else has, you have to be 13 and older to create an account. So he's stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Because if he goes to Facebook or if he goes to Vimeo, then again, he's still getting hit with the COPPA regulations that he can't, unless his parents say yes. And in the way that they say yes is kind of archaic. Because you have to send in a fax. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> there, you... I laugh because that was not what I was expecting. No, it is archaic beyond bu- belief. <laughs> yes, you see that button, but then if if you're under thirteen, if you hit no, I am not thirteen, then you have to have you fill out a form that your parents have to fill out a form and fax or mail to the FTC. Says okay, I give permission. <laughs> it's true fact. No, I, I, I get you. It, because I was <laughs> expecting mail. I was not expecting facts. That's where I was no, like. No, it's because it's, when <laughs> I start up uh, sites like our forums and stuff, there is you have there is a for, uh, section in the admin side that you have to set up for um, to get a, um, permission from the parents that you have to have a mailing or a fax then that is on record that you have to keep on record. That, okay, well, this person, this account is okay because they're under 13. Their parents said it was basically a permission slip from yeah. school. 
that th- this Which account I can, is okay. I, I can understand. It's just funny to me. Yeah. There's no way to say to electronically yes, no. Uh, there is, but they have not established the way. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Because it's the government and it moves even slower than corporations. <laughs> yeah. So the other piece to this that we were kind of discussing slightly is what's going to be the fallout of this mm-hmm. in regards to where's the line drawn? Because and that's it's a very broad line. Because this could very easily fall into other categories, mm-hmm. other situations. We already talked about um, game streaming. Mm-hmm. There's um, things where people are, say, uh, my daughter, she wants to stream, but she can't. Mm-hmm. Not by herself. Like She can join me on my streams, but she can't be the focus. I have to be the focus. And you also... And she can't be by herself. Like, but you also go into the there. fact of... Uh, the whole thing is that it's all cutting it off, collecting data, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So then your Twitches, your mixers, and all that, those are games. So mm-hmm. under what's listed under the YouTube rules, yeah. that all falls under this COPA, and that is kid-related. So do these entire websites now shut down? You know what I mean? Not literal, but in a sense of like, no data whatsoever mm-hmm. which is in fact their bread and butter that's yeah because most how, websites out there whether you, whether you realize it or not it's advertisements and data collecting and selling mm-hmm. that's that's a big that's the whole thing like <laughs> it, it's it's the sad truth is that advertisements rules the internet now mm-hmm. or has been for past let's say decade and then you go into not even websites that you would think about, but your your Google search engines. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing is data collecting and selling Every to other things. search engine being, uh, except for like DuckDuckGo, because that's their main focus is they don't collect data. Mm-hmm. But then again, they have to rely on other sources of income mm-hmm. because they're not going to do uh, advertisements because that's what they don't want to do. They don't want the tracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm using DuckDuckGo as an example here because um, a lot of people don't want to be tracked online. That's just a fact that people don't want ads because there's whole things where ads can inject bad stuff. Yeah. I mean, they get hijacked, but... That's where we use Adblocker Plus or UBlock Origin to, to keep that from happening. So I don't see ads. <laughs> it's a great experience. <laughs> I, turn, I turn it off for one thing, or uh, I go on a Twitch, or if I'm uh, on a computer that doesn't have that, I look at it, I'm like, what? where am I? Because <laughs> there's ad banners everywhere, or the background is an ad for a movie or something, or Jack Ryan, especially for Twitch, because it's an Amazon streaming original. <laughs> but it's just one of the things where it's like, if you see, the, if you see an ad, you're being tracked. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're using the tracking that's already on your computer through whatever source you did to get there. Right, and the big thing now is um, in Europe with the GDPR is because if you go to a website that has tracking cookies and stuff, they have to let you know. Mm-hmm. You have to click, okay, yes, I accept. Well, my used, cookies are being tracked. 
I don't know if you've seen, but they've even delved a little bit deeper into that. Now some of them have drop downs mm-hmm. where you can specify to what level the cookies are actually tracking you. Yeah. Is it, you know, is it targeted? Is it generic? Is it just the bare minimum data? Like you actually select those kind of options. Right. But if you don't click the little drop down carrot arrow or whatever and you just click accept it's the highest level you get everything yeah 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 it's a lot of people are getting a pushback because of the tracking and i think we've talked about this with like the gdpr and the right to be forgotten aspect in europe um because people don't want they want their information because if you delete your account on facebook you have the option of getting everything that they have not in a very convenient form but it's whatever they have on you it yes you get that information but it doesn't mean that the information is gone no it has to be gone now oh it changed yeah okay like if you say it's still it's still going to be 30 to 90 days that it's going to be on the server because there's still the history there's still yeah. what's already been collected provided but sold is now still, the, the spider web effect, mm-hmm. you know, it's what they say. Whatever you put on the internet is there for life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't know where that's spread to. <laughs> so while, yes, you may have taken it from the source and they may not have it. And in the future, it's not going to continue yeah. to spider out. But what's out there is out there. That's, that's the major issue with the right to be forgotten in Europe is, okay, yeah, you took it off from the source. But you still have these other places that have links or have collected that information Everyone from that years has, ago. Has bought it. Or, yeah. 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 So it's no longer. Because that's the thing is uh, one of the people, because um, some guy, he didn't like how one news uh, article was written because he was, he was a public figure, but he didn't like how it, they portrayed him because he did something bad. So he went to said, "Oh, I don't want that information on the internet." <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you took it off from the news article, but that news article has been linked and shared for years. Yeah, throughout other different sites, you're not going to get every little little minuscule amount that's out there. Well, and you, it's you an also, impossible pa- task. You look into like your. Uh, your ancestries dot coms, mm-hmm. or even going further than that, your uh, my DNA. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the people uh, twenty three and me. Yeah, twenty three and me. Um, yeah. All of those where you do the little swab and you send it in. Like you are literally giving them your <laughs> more than your data. You are giving them your DNA. Yeah, <laughs> you're giving them you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, there's a whole thing like when you sign up, when you get the thing, like you're agreeing to these terms, like they turn around and can sell your information. Especially now, I forget. Um, 23andMe was bought up by another company that was their sole making of money was um, at not advertising, but how to look at this information and use it for advertising and uh, targeted other things. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things where you have to look at that. Not only if you've given your information to this one company, that company can be turned around and bought and sold mm-hmm. by something else that has uses it in a different way. Exactly. And you've already signed off your rights to that. And they bought that contract that you can, and you and they can, don't let you know. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like, cause there was a, an article that I had read cause I was looking, cause I, it seemed very weird to me. Like I, 
I liked the concept mm-hmm. of what it is that they do, but you're still sending them crazy personal information. You know what I mean? Right. That to get this stuff. Um, and there was someone that, that wrote an article that they went to all of the different, uh, uh, suppliers that do the same thing, basically. Right. Not only did they go through and actually sign up for it and go through the process to see what data they got, but then they went back and tried to get them to delete or get rid of the information that they had provided. Mm-hmm. And they provided like a synopsis of like who did what, what was the results and stuff like that. But in the end, all of them were the same of like, unless you do this like immediately, like Mm -hmm. you send in the information and at the same time say, delete my information (laughs) or as soon as you get the results, say, delete my information. Um, it, it's already been bought and sold. Yeah. So while it's being deleted, it's out there yeah. and you're, you're done. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, if you truly wanted to get rid of it, I mean, if you truly, I mean, you're, you're going to be turning that into a full-time job. And then even of. did some. Yeah, I was gonna say it's way more than because that. Because like, you don't have to follow the uh, a trail that the you trail. can't get. There is there is no. It's the digital trail because they don't. They're not gonna tell you who they sold their information to. Mm-hmm. That's not a part of the. Well, unless the they're thing. a publicly traded company, then they would have to. Not well. They may be able to tell you who they're doing business with, but not necessarily well, who has purchased your specific information well i don't know if uh, i'm not i'm not an expert like sec <laughs> regulation with uh, publicly traded companies and corps and stuff like that but um there is probably a way unless it's, it's publicly is different than private enterprises because private be like go hit bricks buddy we're not going to tell you anything well and that's just it like whoever bought it it's not there's nothing that states that they have to delete your data right? because they didn't sign anything with you specifically. They signed it with that company yeah. and they may have told the company, Hey, when we buy this stuff, you can't tell us that we're going to delete it. You have to sign away all rights whatsoever. And the company, mm, whatever, you know, okay. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. It's not their data. You so know we're what talking I mean? about? <laughs> we're, yeah. We're talking about billions, billions of dollars. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> so there's nothing that, you know, is going to really affect them in that way. So even if you could, you know, go Sherlock Holmes and find everywhere where all your data has been sold, it doesn't mean that you're going to be able to tell them to get rid of it. Right. So it's one of the things where it's just like, you can't, if, if you're on the internet, you're not going to be invisible. Uh, with COPPA, I mean... Well, and your life's on the internet nowadays. Yeah. Especially for kids. You're growing up on the internet. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much, you already have an account, no matter what. I mean, it's just one of the things where it's just that you have to take that in effect of you're living your life online. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want it, it's still there. Yeah. It, just plain and simple. It, and this is another touchy subject, but depending on what age you give a kid a cell phone. Mm-hmm. You give a kid a cell phone, they're, they're now living on the internet. Yeah. 
or they're, they're constantly on YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, because I'm staring at my daughter. I mean, yeah, she is constantly on YouTube. They create accounts even before they're or they're using old ours. Enough. I was gonna say even before they're old enough or smart enough or mature mm-hmm. enough to be able to be on like your Facebooks or your Google searches or your YouTubes. A lot of parents, if not all parents, post about their kids. Mm-hmm. So you're up there showing pictures. You're Family up there gatherings. telling stories. Yeah. Birthdays. So your life as a child is being documented from the day you're born to the day you're old enough to have your own and account. <laughs> and it just keeps on going. And sometimes some people post up on YouTube the actual birth of their child. Or stream it live. Oh, yeah, buddy. All flavors. <laughs> yeah. All flavors. Um, okay, hey, it's content. <laughs> so, I mean, there is no way to really, like, you are 100% in this world. Yeah. So it's really just a matter of, it's not a matter of trying to go back and yeah, go there is away no from back. it. Well, there is, but it's well, ex- it t- it'll take a long you're, you're, time. That, well, it's also you're going out, to, living out in the Ozarks and living off grid, <laughs> and becoming a mountain person. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's a lot of adoption that would have to take place and a lot of big changes. It's that is not anything that would be an overnight. No, I mean it's, I mean, it, to drop off the face of the earth yeah you can do that overnight but the residual um, tendrils of what your online life was is still out there mm-hmm. it, i mean and it, you would have go to, up to you would like, have to stay away from every major metropolis ever like i said you would have to become a mountain person yeah like you're living off the land you're not no not even post office mail because mm-hmm. that can be tracked as well so you're pretty much cutting yourself off from modern civilization or you go out and live in the middle of the Sahara or it's just like some, <laughs> some random place that's isolated from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And even now with uh, Starlink now. From, yeah, I was going to uh, say that's, that's starting to change because of the satellites and yeah. Google Earth and all that, you know, like it may not be tied to you directly, but you're mm-hmm. still, if you want to get really paranoid, you're still under observation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that tinfoil hat going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things where one of the look at COPPA and how things can affect your day-to-day life and how it can also affect the people that you watch or your channels and stuff. Cause that is all uh, can be affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it'll affect us because I've had to make changes and stuff like that where yes, when I look at it, it's not as a big of a deal because the subject matter that we deal with is not for kids mm-hmm. per se. It, we do talk about kids and, that's and, kind of the whole thing, thing but <laughs> yeah, it's our thing. I mean, it's in, the na- it's in the, our name, <laughs> but our target audience is not kids. But again, right. this goes back to like what we were talking about earlier with the adult that is doing reviews of kids' toys, so other parents know if it's right for their child, right? Or the people that are the going back to this, um, like doing the squishies, like squishy repair videos, or mm-hmm. or talking about uh, slime. Because kids are love slime. Yeah. But it's just the fact that the kids love slime. Well, now that you have to think about how 
you come about with your videos. I mean, it's one of those things where you have you th- talk about a, a, another example uh, that would work really great would be um, it, it's a channel that I actually enjoy watching, but the the King of Random. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you are you aware of that, that um, channel. I've heard of it. I haven't watched any of okay. his so content. It basically he does it's King of Random, like it's it's all random stuff. But basically, he takes a lot of uh, science and technology and will show how you can do simple things like mm-hmm. it's a it's a really cool channel there's a lot of really fun educational stuff on there but the stuff that he deals with isn't necessarily for kids it's not geared towards kids kids right. but because of the fact of what it is that you can do is really fun and cool it can be entertaining for mm-hmm. kids and i could see kids watching it yeah go down to it not young young but i mean you're honestly getting you know 10 years old yeah you could get stuff out of that i mean he talks about you know you can make your own stress balls you know what i mean like how to do it or you know um how to get uh a hand crank generator out of an old power drill you know what i mean like it just there's all kind of like it runs random. the spectrum <laughs> yeah it's all random but it's all really educational really cool stuff um i could see that falling under him you know mm-hmm. what i mean like again because of the fact and i think this is for me this is the biggest thing because of the fact that the creators have, at least to my knowledge, have no knowledge of what their audience actually is. There's no way that they can defend themselves appropriately Well, in the face of this COPA. In, in YouTube, we can look at demographics and age groups, uh, 13 and older. But it's just one of the things where like, then we would come back, the kids are using their parents' account or one that's created by them or they're not even using an account. They're just randomly picking yeah. something. Um, it it affects content creators greatly. Like the King of Random, you probably has to look at how he creates his content because it, we'll go back to it with false flagging. Mm-hmm. His video can become false flag and demonetized. And then, he, yeah, he might, he's a larger creator, but there's certain levels that he can only go so far. Yeah. And then he those those videos that are flagged are no longer in earning money for him. Mm-hmm. And that's a big difference from making content and having to actually work in getting your content back. Because mm-hmm. no longer you're not making content. You're having to say, okay, well, I'm going to have to take the next couple hours that I could be making a video or doing research for a video and working, trying to get something done with YouTube to get my video back. I wonder, I wonder if because of this, you're going to see a lot of the streamers that are out there mm-hmm. and content creators. Uh, we use Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves has a big thing about content creators and spotlighting them and showing oh, yeah. them off and all that. And they're not just content creators for streamers. They are content creators for YouTube people. Yeah. There's some really big, uh, big name in the Sea of Thieves world. There's some really big name uh, creators that do YouTube videos and edit together and create stories because right. that's the whole point of it and put it up on YouTube. Well, because of the fact that it's a video game and it's a cartoonish looking video game. Now well, that even means... though even though the, the game is rated <laughs> T for Teen, it's still the fact that it's it's how it's animation, how it's mm-hmm. designed is to make it look fun and cutesy. Well, and it's still a kids 
kids would like it. Yeah, you know, it's still considered a kids thing. Video yeah. games are considered kids. Exactly, but it's just the the thing is, is that okay? They would have to think of how if, like I said, with the example, with their video is taken down because of false flag, they're no longer making content. They're, they're working. They're on, no longer making YouTube videos. Yeah, it's now going to have to be strictly streaming mm-hmm. or use another service. And Twitch is horrible with discoverability, or, or even with um, video archiving, because mm-hmm. you're unless you're a partner with Twitch, your videos only have they have a shelf life of 14 days, and that's it. So you have to have your video on another platform. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, on YouTube, you have your audience on YouTube and then you say, hey, um, I, I do my live streaming on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. Come see me on Twitch TV Mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you have to bring your audience from another platform to Twitch Mixer because they don't have the discoverability. The, the, yeah. The you have to guide them. Recommendation there. engine is not there. Mm-hmm. Unless you know the person and you're actively subscribing or you're uh, following them, you have no idea. YouTube is a little bit different. YouTube is bigger in the aspect where you have a wider audience that you're capable of. So it's just one of those things that you have to think about. Mm-hmm. So this is just one of the things that I want to talk about today with the COPPA and all that. And... I know. With if you're watching a video, there's some random things going on. <laughs> that again, sorry, audio listeners, <laughs> you'll have no clue what's happening. <laughs> um, if you if you know anybody that has dealt with this, Kappa, um, or if you are another fellow content creator, and how are you thinking about doing this? Or mm-hmm. what platform are you going to be going to, or thinking about? Or are you diversifying your content? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's, 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 again, because that's what I do. I don't stick to one platform. I am, when I do my game streaming, I am streaming to four different platforms, five actually, mm-hmm. and building an audience because I can do my monetization through five different ways. If I did Twitch and if I get affiliate, I can't, I'm stuck on just one platform. Yeah. Because I have a, if Twitch has a 24 hour uh, exclusive, uh, exclusive clause with your content that you can't put that content anywhere for 24 hours at the end of your live stream. Hmm. So that's one of the things where it's, it's archaic in that sense that hopefully Twitch looks on <laughs> and say, Hey, no. uh, we'll, we'll take care of that. No, they, no, they won't. That's, yeah, I don't think so. No, but then again, thank you for uh, listening to our ramblings and <laughs> old men yelling at clouds. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if you got anything that you want to let us know about, let us know on our Twitters, which is Geek Two Zero Podcast <laughs> at to at Geek Two Zero Podcast on the Twitters. Um, also on our website, you can get us through the Collective Network. Our episodes are going to be posted there. Also on Apple iTunes and uh, Stitcher. No, we can you can find us on Spotify, uh, Overcast, or any kind of. <laughs> podcast program app that you want to use or view us online either on Twitch, Mixer, and uh, YouTube when we do our live recordings. For now. For now. <laughs> Until we get taken down. Yeah. Ugh, Facebook with their 
copyright with music is driving me nuts. <laughs> well, that's, that's different. Yeah. But I want to say thank you again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Geek 2.0 Podcast. Laters. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek 20 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek20podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. The Geek 2.0 podcast is part of the Collective Network.